Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, 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 and welcome, everyone. Welcome to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. Thank you for joining. Hello, welcome, and good morning. Yes, I do say good morning, because no matter when you're listening to this, what time of day it is, where you are in the world, if you're listening to what we're saying here on True Life Academy, then you are literally waking up, waking up to your true life. So good morning to you. And as always, I'm going to remind you, if you've lived your life in these three ways, um, you've had a great week. I'm sure you have. So live in thanks. Live with an attitude of gratitude. That is so very important. It connects us in such a way to who we truly are when we're open and, and grateful. Uh, in fact, if you want to be happy, you have to start with being thankful. Happiness doesn't begin until gratitude starts. And then secondly, give. Give when you can. Give something of value to you. When you do that, you receive at the same time. And then thirdly, because we have this gift, this power to choose, love first and then choose. Love yourself first and then choose. Now, I know if you've lived your life that way this past week, you've made an amazing week for yourself and you have made an amazing week for the people around you. So I welcome you. I say good morning and thank you for joining. Tonight, we have a very special guest with us. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about him. Uh, but what I want you to know is, uh, well, let me just read uh, his bi biography to you, and then we'll talk about how important his work is to every one of us. Lawrence Valmore, now I'm going to be calling him Larry through the night, but <laughs> Lawrence Valmore has been teaching and coaching people for more than 40 years, along with a friend. He created a halfway house for teenage girls in trouble with the law, where he served as the counseling director. Later, after completing his master's degree, he worked in a family service agency where he worked with a wide variety of people, but specialized in treating the effects of child sexual abuse. He was the director of a branch office of that organization, supervising the clinical work of three other therapists before going out on his own in private practice in 1990. In 1997, he added teaching workshops to his resume and over and over the last 19 years, has taught in 25 states and 15 foreign countries, being translated live into five languages. Typical of the comments Larry has gotten about his teaching is, I can't imagine a better instructor of anything anywhere. Larry now concentrates his coaching with small business owners, helping them discover and transform the limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging mindsets that prevent them from having the larger impact and larger profit they're working so hard to manifest. One client compared him favorably with several famous coaches 
with whom she studied. Along the way, Larry has enjoyed being a pilot and a flight instructor in hot air balloons, director of rope course, rock climbing, horseback riding, wilderness canoeing, among other things. Everyone, please help me welcome Larry Valmore. Larry, are you there with us? Good morning, Clarence. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, I love you. I love the last part of your bio, your bio, where you talk about horseback riding and rock climbing and and ropes course. You're you're kind of a renaissance man. I've had the blessing to do some unusual and fun things. Oh, that's fantastic. And I and I'm sure that's added to the flavor of your life in many ways because of uh, of the work that you're doing. It shows that you're very well rounded. And and so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, if, let's do. Yeah, if you, if you could just kind of fill in the gaps. Now, there there wasn't a lot of gaps in your bio. We, I'm pretty clear on what you're doing, where you've been. But let's talk a little bit more about Larry. Who is Larry, really? What got you into this work that you're doing currently? And why is it so important to you? Well, thank you, Clarence. I started off life as a professional life as a therapist. And uh, having done... Uh, a social studies report at age 13, eighth grade, I think it was. And we were supposed to research a profession that we think we would like. And I looked into psychiatry. And I, I read all about psychiatry and decided at 13 I wanted to be a psychiatrist. Later, when I realized that I'd have to go all the way through medical school, uh, and when I also realized I just don't like school. I love learning. I don't like school. So I, uh, I, I went a little bit simpler route. I got a master's degree in social work. And sure enough, the people with MSWs, as it's called, do the majority of mental health therapy in this country. And so I started off life. We talked about the family service organization. And with my master's degree, I did a variety of counseling. And then after a few years, I was promoted to be the uh, the director, the administrator of this branch office, and then I had some therapists that reported to me. But I've, I just have felt like throughout all my life, I've been, in effect, born to help people. And it's either through the therapy or what I now call coaching or, of course, teaching. And I really do feel like it, it's kind of a God's gift to me to be uh, a talented at uh, teaching. So that's what I love to do, and uh, and so I, I I still teach workshops sometimes, and and uh, I also do coaching, uh, typically over the phone with people to help them change uh, how they think about things, their beliefs, and key to my work, both whether whether I'm teaching or coaching, is that I'm helping people with their subconscious beliefs, their subconscious thinking, because as it turns out, those subconscious beliefs, the programs in effect. Some, sometimes people call them the tapes mm -hmm. or the programs. Uh, those things run at least 95, some people say 99% of everything we do in life. So they're absolutely vital. Yes, absolutely. I, I, uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly. So in, in, in just diving a little deeper in, in your background, was there a moment, whether it be in school or when you left school, realizing that, that uh, you, you wanted to learn more about the, the mind, um, was there a moment where you decided and, or just realized that 
you had certain tapes running in your head that you had to get over as well. I mean, we all do to some degree, but was there an aha moment for you? Yeah, there was a key aha moment. I took a workshop, and the guy was explaining the difference between conscious mind and subconscious mind. And I realized that uh, throughout all the years I was functioning as a therapist, and of course, like any good therapist, I was also in therapy. In fact, (laughs) I've said many times over the years, and I feel like it's okay for me to say this because I had this this uh, identification as a therapist, uh, generally all therapists, or certainly the vast majority, majority of them, go into the profession of therapy in part in order to get some therapy. Mm. So, and and I, I, I see the same thing with pastors or rabbis. They, they want desperately to have a connection with God, so they immerse themselves in that. And uh, it's, it's, it's really an expression of, I, I read this in a book called Love is Letting Go of Fear by Gerald Jampolsky. I, I don't think he's the first one that ever said it, but that's where I found out about it. And this idea that we teach what we need to learn. And so I've, I've just seen that so many times. And I'm an example of that. I, I, I found out the difference between my conscious mind and my subconscious mind. I've been working uh, in my own therapy, working principally at the conscious level of mind. And I made some progress, but not nearly what I wanted to. And as a professional, my, my clients made some progress, but not nearly what they wanted to or what I had hoped for them. Mm-hmm. And I finally understood in the, in the first few moments of this workshop that the difference was the subconscious mind, where that original programming lies, and no matter what we think consciously, that subconscious mind's programs will drive our life forward. Absolutely. And explains absolutely. a lot of things, Clarence. Yes, it absolutely does. Thank you for that. And that's why I wanted to dive deep into your story, because typically as teachers, coaches, uh, even therapists, we are literally taking some of our own wisdom, if you will, and applying it. Uh, as we teach others, you know, the, the best student is is really the teacher quite often. And uh, and we all do that. So thank you for for being transparent with that. Thank you for sharing that with us, because that's so important, not only uh, for us to understand where you are, but to let everyone know that we all have that. There is no one that doesn't have that subconscious mind working in the background. That's that's uh, really driving some of what we think, feel and act on. And uh, to understand that and to be able to begin managing that is so very important. Now, we're going to take a break in about a minute and a half or so. But before we do that, can you just give us an intro uh, thought about uh, the subconscious mind, how we really tap into it? Well, first of all, our subconscious mind is handling all the details that are necessary just to live life. So it it regulates our, our breathing and our heart rate, heartbeat, our digestion of food, all of those things. And it also relying on fundamental ideas about ourselves and about how the world works. We, we see the world and we therefore we act upon our perceptions through a, a kind of set of filters about what we believe to be true about ourselves and about other people. 
after the break, if you'd like, I can give a couple of examples to help clarify this and help share why it makes such a huge difference in not only all of life, but in particular, as I'm focusing these days, in business life. Absolutely. Ah, well, we'll cover that after we get back from the break. Thank you, Larry. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk more with Larry Valmore about the subconscious mind and the conscious mind and help us move in the direction that we really want to move into. We'll be right back. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. How's your job going these days? Stop the frustration with your career. Give yourself the advantage in breaking through to the next level. What you will need to be successful are the insights and strategies that will work for you. Hi, this is Clarence Caldwell. You know me from True Life Academy, a powerful podcast that is reaching millions of people around the world. What you may not know is that I've spent many years as an executive for some of the largest companies in the United States. Whether you're trying to break the $200,000 income barrier or just wanting a fulfilling career, our leadership mentor programs are just what you need. Visit me at ClarenceCaldwell.com or call us at 8883 090917. That's 8883 Your time is now. Let's break through to the next level of your career. your career, your happiness, your life. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for hard Warming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the million dollar mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M A R L A T A B A K A.com. It's the million dollar mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, welcome back. We're here with Larry Valmore, and we are talking about the subconscious mind and how it acts, how it acts and how it helps us act in certain ways. And and sometimes it, it creates a, a level of self-sabotaging. And, and so, Larry, let's talk about that for, for a minute because there are things that helped create the subconscious mind and, and, and the, I guess I'll call it the list of facts that we, we believe we have in our subconscious mind that drive us every day. How are those created? Thank you for the question. Of course, we, we all start small. And we have uh, 
we have not much capacity to discern things in the first few years of life. We're really just gathering in, in information. And we're listening to our parents and we're watching. And uh, we're, we're, we're watching kind of unblinkingly in a way. So that so that we're really beginning to form uh, perceptions and attitudes about life from the very early goings. Now, th- those become solidified in a way by the time we're five or six years old. Now, later, we go to school and we learn things, but often what we learn is different from what our original perceptions, our original attitudes or beliefs. And so uh, now we have this kind of dichotomy. We have the conscious mind with its information, and we have the subconscious mind with what it considers to be the truth. And so later in life, if we try to... uh, uh, accomplish something, it, that thing that we want to achieve may run counter to those early subconscious mind attitudes, perceptions, and beliefs, and then we get in our own way. This is what uh, some people call self-sabotage. You just talked about that. I personally think self-sabotage is a misnomer because it, it indicates that somehow we're trying to harm ourselves, and that is never the truth. It's always the truth that the subconscious mind is doing what it thinks is best for us based upon its database of information. It's, again, attitudes, perceptions, and beliefs. That's a great way of looking at it. And I love the way you flip that because uh, our our minds are really trying to – they're built to help us survive. They're built to do the best thing for us. But it's based on what we what we believe and what we know. And if it's if it runs counter to what's really best for us, it's not that it's trying to harm us. It's really trying to help us. Yeah, it's a little bit like that ant that sends you cologne every year on Christmas. <laughs> you hate the cologne, but you, after all, your aunt has a, a good intention in mind. She's good-hearted about it, right. but it's just it just doesn't fit. It's outdated. Absolutely. Or the fruitcake. Or the fruitcake. Yeah, there's only one, right? That just travels all around. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, well, let me let, let me ask you this, because, uh, you know, this this whole thing about the subconscious mind and, and how it is built to to help us. But in some cases, because the, of the way it developed over the years, it stands in the way of our success. Is that similar to... Uh, our belief system, or is that a part and partial of the subconscious mind? Well, well, we have, I would say, two belief systems. One is the conscious mind belief system, and the other is the subconscious mind belief system. This is the same thing, as far as I'm concerned, as the work that was done by Chris Argyris and Donald Schoen about the difference between espoused theory and theory in use. What they were talking about is somebody says, I am this kind of person, but their behavior suggests that they're a different kind of person. Or on an organizational level, we have Enron, for example, and we, we have the, the code of ethics for the company. And I, I read this code of ethics of the company, and it talks about honesty and openness and candor. And, of course, the way this, the executives of this company behaved was the exact opposite 
of mm -hmm. openness and honesty and candor. They hid things and they lied and so forth. So that's the difference between espoused theory, that was what they said we stand for, and then theory in use, which is how they actually behaved. And again, it's the difference between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind programming, if you will, that drives life. At the, at the worst, this is called hypocrisy, right. right? This is the example of the televangelist that tells people that uh, sex outside marriage is a sin and drugs are sinful and homosexuality is sinful. Next thing we know, here's this televangelist in bed with his homosexual lover uh, smoking crack cocaine. Right. So that's, and, and again, it's the difference. This, the conscious mind is espousing these moral principles and saying this is how things ought to be. The subconscious mind is saying, well, that's all very nice, but I know what's true. This is what we're going to do. This is also, Clarence, this is New Year's resolutions. <laughs> it's to be January 1st, and you think, I'm going to the gym every day. And the, that's the conscious mind. Meanwhile, the subconscious mind's going, oh, no, we're not. <laughs> oh, no, we're not. Yeah, I, I, you know, we're all caught in, in these things that we really uh, want to do, and we want to want to believe even that about ourselves. But if it's really not coded properly in our subconscious, uh, it, it just feels like a struggle quite often. And, uh, and so w what I'd like to start talking to you about is, is how do we make a shift or is it possible to undo that, unravel that, that belief system, that subconscious programming that you call it? As it turns out, if you know how, you can reprogram your subconscious mind. And you can reprogram it from those things that uh, are going to put you into difficulties or problems or block or impede your success. And you can transform all of that so that your subconscious mind is working in concert with your conscious mind. So in other words, you work very hard to gather information, insights, strategies, and sometimes, all too often actually, the subconscious mind won't be in agreement with those very things. So you think, well, I have all of this wonderful information, but I'm not implementing it, or I'm implementing it only part way. And that may be because the subconscious mind is programmed to say, well, I don't deserve success, or money is bad, or uh, I, I'm never able to finish what I start. Any number of things. It could be based in childhood experiences or, or messages from our parents or at school or any number of things. And so it, most people are in a constant kind of war in a way with themselves, certainly a conflict with themselves. And it's, again, it's the difference between what I know at the conscious level the, the things that I know that are wise to do, that will move me forward in life, that are smart, that are ethical, that are moral, that are honest, uh, and so on. And then there's my subconscious mind uh, in there that's actually in the greatest degree of control of how I actually behave day to day. And if, if there's a difference there, then we're going to have a problem. But we can go in. We, we have to use some very special kinds of processes because the subconscious mind functions differently. Mm -hmm. And so it, it won't 
necessarily uh, learn. It will usually it will not learn the same way that the conscious mind learns. You can read a book, you can go to a seminar, uh, you can go to a workshop, and your conscious mind gathers all that information. But in a way, it's as though the subconscious mind didn't attend to that workshop <laughs> because you you go home and. You, you have all this new information, but you tend to, to act out of habit. You act the way you always act. And, and le- that all that information is just lying there um, and to some degree, sometimes to a significant degree, it lies there unused. So I learned, you know, you, you said, well, geez, when was your aha experience? And I told you I took a workshop. So I learned, I learned how to change subconscious mind, then uh, I learned I, that guy taught me to teach it, and I taught that, that system for 17 years. Uh, now, at this point, my wife and I have created our own uh, very effective method for finding out about what's going on and then changing the very subconscious programs that uh, generate most of the behavior in life. Uh, got it. Uh, uh, that sounds like it's it's. Um, there's a lot of work involved in in making that happen. It's not easy. It's as you said. It's not like you can just go to a seminar and learn something new and and all things have changed because that's that subconscious programming is pretty hard coded in there. And so uh, b- before we're done today, I'd like to hear about some of those those tools that uh, that you might want to use to to reprogram, if you will. You know, one of the things that comes up as you talk about this and, and, and this might be a point of, of, uh, uh, discussion that you may have had with others is that how much time we spend in the past trying to understand where that programming comes from versus how much time do we focus on the reprogramming itself? In other words, from, from a therapist standpoint, do you just continue to peel the onion back till you find the root of where it is, or, or do we leave that where it is and then just begin to, to build a new paradigm? Thank you for the question. Actually, it seems to be helpful to spend uh, some time. It's, it's not super long and complicated once you know how, but it is useful to spend some time to dig down a little bit we can see the surface expression of something, but if we dig down a little bit, we can make a change in a, at a more fundamental level of the program, so to speak, and then that can have a lot of very nice benefits. Can, can I give an example that might help uh, illustrate this? Well, let's let's do that right after this break. We're gonna we're okay. gonna go in, we're gonna go right into a break here because I'm really anxious to hear your answer to this. I love I love examples, so this will make it very really clear for all of us. Okay. So uh, we're gonna take a a quick break here. Larry Valmore is gonna talk to us a little about a little bit about this reprogramming of the subconscious mind because many of us have this issue that's stopping us from moving forward. We'll be right back right after this. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Have you heard? 
The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Yes, Larry, as you were uh, really um, helping us understand how to reprogram this subconscious mind, uh, share with us an example, if you don't mind. Yeah, excuse me. So I I was doing some coaching with somebody. Let's just call him Phil. Not his real name, but just to keep his identity private. So keep in mind, this is a business coaching environment. And I I contend that uh, frequently the distinction between coaching and therapy is is not very distinct at all. (laughs) But uh, he was teaching workshops, and he was having a maximum of six people in his workshops, and he wanted to have larger groups. But no matter what he did, it seemed like he would maxed out at six people. And so we began talking about that. And uh, he mentioned some things that he was thinking about it, and he was sort of examined his own thought patterns a little bit. I just asked some questions, asked some more, asked some more. And as we dug down, we got to a place where we found out that his subconscious belief was, if I do well, I'm unlovable. Mm. If I do well... I'll be harmed, and in fact, 
my mother will also be harmed. Mm. Now, it gets pretty convoluted how he came to this, but one of the things that he pointed out was he's very clear that his mother did not want to have children. So he was a bother to her from, even from before he was born. So things did not start well for him. Now, he's, he's done remarkably well in life, but uh, you can also imagine that he could have done so much better and still can, of course. I mean, he's still got quite a, quite a f- number of years of, of uh, productive life ahead of him. Uh, but uh, his thinking, if I do well, I'm unlovable and I'll be harmed and my mother will be harmed if I do well. So he's keeping himself from doing too well as a protection against harm for himself and for his mother. Right. And also to keep him from being unlovable. Uh, that's amazing. Isn't that yeah. interesting? Uh, that's very interesting. Uh, you, you know, as you talk about that, it, it, it really highlights the importance of what happens in those very early years of our life. And and how that programming, I guess we're pretty malleable at that point, and the programming sinks in pretty, pretty deep. It does indeed. And so uh, using, uh, using this method that my wife and I have created in concert with spirit or source or God, whatever term somebody might like to apply to it, uh, we, we were able to help Phil change his very original beliefs. And to where he believes that if he does well, that he's lovable. In fact, the better he does, the more lovable he is. And that if he does well, he's safe. And that if he does well, his mother is safe. Mm. Uh, And this is all within the context of a one-hour coaching session. Now, I've done some other work with Phil, and we found some other pretty fundamental beliefs. Uh, in, In fact, one of them was very similar to somebody else I worked with in another country. Both of these people are anywhere from five to 8,000 miles away from me, so we're, we're working by Skype. <clears throat> and this other person was having trouble inviting people to, to be her client. She wanted to do coaching with them, but she, she just found it impossible, or not impossible, but very, very difficult to invite them to join her in a program or become her clients and so on. And again, by asking her to think about this a little bit and examine herself, and then by asking question after question and sort of peeling back those layers of the onion, if you will, we got down to a belief that said she has no right to be here in physical form on planet Earth. In other words, she doesn't have a right to exist. Wow. And that would keep her from inviting people. And it all, and as you go up the layers, it has a has to do with, oh gosh, what if I'm seen? What if I'm noticed? It's sort of like if people notice me, I'll be found out and I'll, <clears throat> it'll be clear that I don't even belong here and I'll get, I don't know, killed, annihilated, arrested by the spirit police. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, the, the subconscious mind often thinks in sort of magical ways. But the point is she didn't believe, and again, we're just going to call her Joy, Joy didn't believe she has a right to be here on Earth. Mm. Well, we found something almost identical with Phil. Different family, different everything, but nonetheless, a common kind of belief. I don't have the right to be here. 
Yes. And that's yeah. going to slow things down, Clarence. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I love those examples. Those are, those are great. But yeah, I, here's, here's a, um, a thought that I'd love to get your response to. If, if we are there, there are, there are people who have the uh, experience as a child that would typically imprint a certain belief about themselves. So let's say the, the child is told that, uh, you know, you'll never be successful. You're just not good enough. You're not worthy. You know, all of those negative things that, that, uh, that they may have been told by either their parents or several people. Um, quite often, we'll see different responses to them, to that message as they grow up. Some might accept that and they play it out. They actually live out that, that uh, prophecy. And others kind of rebel and they say, I'll show them, and they become very successful. What, what's going on there? That's a great question. wish I could answer it for you. And I don't know that it's going to be the same for all people. <clears throat> uh, people might find different ways to cope with, with those things. And as you said, some people will just go along with the program other people will rebel against it, and yes. it will actually be a kind of fuel for them to help them be very successful. <clears throat> but right. we also know of examples where people get to be very successful up to a point, and then they make it all crash. Mm. Uh-huh. Right? Yes, yes. Right, so I think that's probably... Uh, one possible outcome of this thing where people are told that you're, you don't deserve to be successful or you'll never amount to anything, that kind of thing. And yes. then so they rebel against that and they build something and they build it very, very big. And then in the end, to fulfill the prophecy, to, <laughs> to, uh, to meet their fate, They'll make sure that the whole thing comes crashing down. You know, that's, a, that's very, very insightful, Larry. I, I love that answer because you're absolutely right. It's different for everyone. Uh, but even those who, who do find a way to overcome, at some point, that old programming kind of enters in there somewhere. And, uh, and you really have to be aware of that. Uh, that's, that's so insightful. Thank you for sharing that. I, th- I think we see that in the Olympics sometimes. People have trained for hundreds of thousands of hours, and they work their way up through the regional competition, the state competition, the national competition. Uh, they get onto the world stage. Sometimes they even win World Cup things or something. Then they get to the ultimate, the Olympics, and the next thing you know, they're literally, they literally crash. Mm. And I... I don't know. There's a lot that goes on in the sporting world. I'm thinking of speed skating. And just a number of years ago, I can't remember the guy, but it was a U.S. guy that was supposed to just run away with gold medal after gold medal. And he just, he just flamed out at yes. the end. there. And uh, I don't know the man, but I, I, have my, I have my serious doubts about what program he was running right. in his subconscious mind. Yes, as, and, you know, usually it is something there that that, that creates that. Um, you know, you can look at many, as you mentioned, many athletes have have that issue. They'll make it to the pinnacle, and then something happens. Where whether it's in the world of sports or maybe outside of the sporting world, 
they end up flaming out or doing something really that we consider crazy or ridiculous that they don't really need to do because they've already made it. And they, uh, they I'll just use the word sabotage, as you mentioned, uh, that may not be the issue, but they do something that seems ridiculous. Why would they do that? Or why didn't they stay at that pinnacle where they were? Makes you wonder, unless you know about the power of programming at the yes. level of subconscious mind. Then you go, I think I know what's going on there. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, you know what? Um, you know, because I, I'm enjoying this conversation, and when you and I talked last time, we, we talked about several, several things, and, and uh, we we're just picking up where we left off. And I really enjoy speaking with you, Larry. But is, is there... Um, some place where people can find you. Where would they find you if they just wanted to see more of what you're doing, more of your work, just be in touch with you? Well, Clarence, I wonder, is it okay if I offer a free PDF that has some examples of what are some common uh, self-limiting beliefs? Absolutely. Be my guest. All right. so, So what we'll do is send them to spiritualbusiness.com forward slash five attitudes. Now, the five is a numeral five, and then attitudes with no no spaces or dots or anything between. So spiritualbusiness.com, five attitudes. And there they can uh, register to download a PDF that's called Five Main Unconscious Reasons or Five Main Unconscious Attitudes that stop business owners from taking profitable action. So here we're talking about the things where people know what to do but don't do it. Yes. Excellent. And that happens a lot with business people, don't you find? Like I I know exactly what I should do, but I'm not doing it. All the time. All the time. And in in business coaching, I find that the people really do know what to do. They just haven't done it. And and, uh, it's almost like showing them what they already know. And uh, they say, okay, yeah, I'll I'll do that. And then everything changes from there. Uh, We're going to take another quick break. Uh, This this time is going way too fast because I've got so much more that I want to ask you and talk with you about. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, Larry, let's, let's talk a little bit more about how this connects to business. Sure thing. All right. We'll be right back. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature. 
and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturesspiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Larry, let's just give that um, that uh, website another another uh, plug here. I want to make sure that people get your free download. Um, and uh, I, as I wrote it down, it was spiritualbusiness.com slash five, number five, attitudes. That's Is exactly that right, Clarence. All right. So spiritualbusiness.com forward slash number five, attitudes. Yep. So... Uh, if you go there, then uh, you will get sent to you directly and probably immediately from Larry Valmore, a, a, a document that you will find very, very helpful, very insightful. And um, you will uh, I think you'll you'll uh, you'll appreciate it. There's a lot of value there. I know uh, just from talking with Larry before and as you can tell, just on our conversation here uh, he is giving a lot of value uh, every time he speaks and every time he you connect with him. So, Larry, thank you for that. Well, thank you, Clarence. It's a delight, delight to be uh, on your show. Absolutely. So let's talk about this and how it applies in various parts of our lives. Now, I know it, it probably, uh, you know, what we, uh, our subconscious mind and the things that are happening there probably show up in, our careers, our relationships, our finances, our, our health. It probably shows up in a lot of different places. Let, let's just pick business or careers as an example. Uh, can you talk to us about what we might be seeing there? Yeah. It, <clears throat> excuse me. So, so, for example, we have what I call the eternal student. And this is somebody that's uh, they may be working for a large company, or they might be an entrepreneur, <clears throat> or even working for somebody else in a small business, whatever it might be. Often, often it's the small business person himself or herself. And they have some success, but they want to magnify, they want to evolve and grow, they want to double or triple the size of their business. And so they go and take a workshop somewhere or they read a business book, or they take an online course. 
and then so they and they make a little progress. Maybe things are a little better, but they think, well, I'm still not where I want to be. So they do another course. They they study with another coach. They read another book or series of books, and they keep thinking that I just need more information. And so there's always some magical uh, bit of information that's just outside their reach. And as you and I were talking about before, uh, frequently they have the information they need. They just aren't using it effectively. <clears throat> and again, this is because the often it's because the subconscious mind is saying, well, that's just not who I am. I don't, uh, I can't trust myself, might be a belief, or I'm not good enough, or it might be that I don't know enough. And that's the interesting thing, Clarence. If the subconscious mind has a program that says, I don't know enough, then that will always be true until we figure out how to specifically go in and reprogram that belief. And that I don't know enough will exist uh, even for the person that has multiple PhDs. There will, they will never know enough because right. they don't believe they know enough no matter how much they study. Right, right. Ah. So you can see how that gets in their way yes. because then inst often instead of doing something that would actually bring more clients in mm -hmm. or, or bring more customers to the website or whatever it might be, instead of doing something active and productive, they are studying more or getting more coaching or something. Right. Uh, I love that because that, that does describe several people. Um, and even, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an issue sometimes where people say, you know what, I can't do this work until I get my degree or yeah. until I get my Ph.D. or until I, you know, I won't be taken seriously until I get that book written or whatever it might be. And it's always that one more thing of, of either I have to accomplish this first, I have to learn this first, I have to do this first. And truly, it's you have what you need to do what you're supposed to do now. You know, the, the PhD, the book, all those other things may come. I'm not saying that's not in your future, but it often holds us from doing holds us back from doing anything. Indeed. Indeed. Ah, so point on there. Love that. So if I were to ask you to to give us uh, there's probably several things we could do, but if you were to give us a tip or, you know, this is a very complicated issue and it's, I wouldn't say complicated, but it can be complex depending on where any of us are at any point in our life. Uh, but if you had to give us a general tip or a general thing that we could begin looking at or doing, um, what would that be? I would say that we need to research ways to reprogram, so to speak, the subconscious mind. <clears throat> and you could do a Google search on that, uh, or you could talk to people. There, there's a, a lot of uh, modalities, a lot of techniques, different ways of going about this. Uh, a, a very well-known one, of course, is hypnotherapy or, or hypnosis. <clears throat> because that can work at the subconscious le level of mind. There are a number of other uh, modalities 
that uh, that do various kinds of tapping or or various kinds of processes that that work to change our subconscious mind and <clears throat> sometimes it doesn't matter at all in fact most of the time i would say it doesn't matter at all how long we've had a belief or uh, how deep quote unquote it seems to be <clears throat> if we can access it and if we know how specifically we can mm -hmm. change it now Great. of course uh, I have my own way of doing this, and, and I have a lot of success with people. Uh, I, but I don't, I don't want to just pretend like everybody needs me. <laughs> There's, uh, you know, I just, just uh, there, are, there are a lot of ways that you can go, go about uh, changing subconscious beliefs. Now, if somebody does a Google search, they're not going to find me yet because – our, our our system is is quite new. We've been using it about six months, and we have we have an outstanding track record. But it's a small sample, sure. so and we, we we've yet to begin begin teaching this, and we've yet to um, to put up a website about. It. I've just been using it with my business uh, clients to to coach them around their mindset or their their beliefs. Excellent, excellent. Do you have a name for it yet? Yeah, the we're calling the, the overall system is called the Sacred Abundance Blueprint, and in, in case it hasn't been obvious so far, I'll just say uh, now quite bluntly that that uh, there's a spiritual foundation behind everything that my wife and I do. She has her own business, and I have mine, but we we uh, cooperate on a number of things. And in fact, this uh, spiritualbusiness.com/slash-five-attitudes. We've parked this PDF that I wrote on on this. Uh, it's actually her original business name, Spiritual Business Academy, mm -hmm. and she has spiritualbusiness.com. So we parked this PDF on spiritualbusiness.com. But that's that's how we look at this: is that business um, has a spiritual side, and that and the. Uh, Spirit or higher self or God or Holy Spirit or however you like to think of this has a role to play in our change mm -hmm. uh, method. And so we've called it the sacred abundance blueprint because we believe that having abundance in all things, including money, but not limited to money. You mentioned earlier relationships and health and, and right. uh, I forget what else you said, but if we were talking about sports performance, we have a birthright, in my opinion, to abundance in all of these arenas of life. So that includes making a lot of money. And sometimes people think, well, uh, if I make a lot of money, then there's less for somebody else. So I shouldn't, I shouldn't be greedy in this way. But that's, that's based on an assumption, Clarence, that there's a fixed size pie, so to speak. And that the bigger piece I have, the smaller piece is left for everybody else. But I don't believe that's true at all. I think it's an expanding pie. And so as I add value to other people's lives, then that pie expands. And as they go out and they add uh, value to other people's lives, that pie expands. So I think all of us can be abundant in money as well as abundant in joy in our relationships and abundant in, in, our, uh, in our health. We can have robust, good health. 
yeah. and so forth and so on. One of my favorite quotes, and it's not from a guy who, who uh, outwardly identifies himself as a spiritual guy, but I think this is one of the most spiritual things ever said, which, and this is, I'm referring to Zig Ziglar, who said that you can have anything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. They want. Absolutely. Isn't Absolutely. that a beautiful, I think that is just spectacular. That is. So Sacred Abundance Blueprint is the name of our overall system. Within that, we have something called the Delta Process that is the specific way that we go about making a change in uh, any one or two or three uh, key beliefs that people have. So this is how we helped Phil, for example, change this idea from if I do well, I'm unlovable to when I do well, I'm even more lovable. And to change from if I do well, I'll be harmed to if I do well, I'm safe. When I do well, I am safe. And that's Phil's new uh, perception about himself and about the world and about life. And so, and I I don't think I mentioned the effect of this. We did this work on, I don't know, a Tuesday a bunch of weeks ago. And within the week, his his next workshop, the registrations doubled from 6 to 12. Wow, that's fantastic. So I I, I call that results. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Larry? We're going to have to shut it down, but I got to tell you, that is fabulous. To end on that note means a lot. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to spend with us here today. And I really enjoyed our conversation. We're going to have to do this again, my friend. Thank you. I honor the work that you're doing. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. All right, everyone. We'll see you again next week. That's what I know, and I'm sharing it with you. We'll talk to you next week. Take care, everyone. for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.